0: Hello, welcome to our Remarkable Women podcast. This is a branch of ministry from our women's ministry at Grace Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. I am your host and core team member, Dana Devlin. The heart behind this podcast is to connect us together while we talk about the everyday experiences that women deal with. This is a place for women to share about their own journey and what God is doing in their life. It is a place where we can learn from their experiences, glean from their wisdom, be encouraged that we are not alone, and find hope in the everyday. Okay, hi. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with you today, Anne. I'm excited to be here too. Yeah, I know that we've been talking about this for a little while, and it's on both of our hearts. And I think it's going to be a really neat and interesting topic. Although we can't do all of it, which we discussed, but I think we will be able to get a few things out that might be helpful to people. Um, and today we want to talk about submission. Everybody's um, favorite. <laughs> everybody's favorite. So excited, um, but I am excited actually. I, I am too. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. it's going to be uh, good. Yes, so, God has an on-purpose good design, so he it's really good does to talk about it. He does, and I think this is going to be helpful um, to a lot of people too. So, um, well, let's just kind of jump right in. Uh, what? Let's talk about what the Bible says about submission, scripture-wise.
1: Okay, well, I think the Bible has a lot to say about submission, and it's not just something that wives need to pay attention to. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We're not the only ones. Everyone has a place where they're supposed to submit Mm -hmm. if you're a Christ follower. So anyway, I just picked a few different um, passages of Scripture that that talk about submission. So I'm just going to read them. Great. to start with here. So Ephesians 5:22 through 24 says, this one is specifically for wives. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the, the church, his mm-hmm. body, of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Another passage, Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And then 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7, verse 12 and verses 14 through 18. The whole thing is good, but I'm trying to shorten it a little bit. Um, And that says there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Hmm. Just as one body, just as a body, the one has many parts, but all of its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. And I think we can't really talk about this subject without a nod to Proverbs 31 woman. So I I picked out especially verses 10 through 12, and then verse 23. A wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land.
0: Those are good. So that all of those
1: we'll use just to, that's where we're coming from as the foundation of our little talk today. Awesome.
0: Okay, so let's move on. Is the Bible clear about submission? Well, I think that's a good question, and that's one that each
1: of us needs to answer for ourselves. I think that the passages that I just read make it pretty clear, so I am convinced. Mm and once i'm convinced then i need to live that out and i like i said that submission is not just an assignment for wives mm-hmm. our assignment is to submit to our husbands as we saw in the ephesians 5:22 through 24 mm-hmm. but we're not the only ones that are called to a life of submission right. when we accept jesus as our savior We are submitting to His Lordship. We're submitting ourselves to God and living for God. Mm -hmm. We're putting our lives on the altar. So even men submit to God. Unmarried women are submitting to God. Married women, we as married women, are submitting to God. Mm -hmm. We just have an extra layer of human being. (laughs) Yeah, kind of in in between, but we are answering to God. Yes, for how well we submit to our husbands, and um, so I just I think like that we shouldn't feel sorry for ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, and realize that this is just what we're saying yes to. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we're saying yes to a God who loves us. And knows what's best for us. And yes, it's an adventure when we walk with God. He's very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Do you Have you found God to be predictable? <laughs> no. <It's laughs> yeah. I haven't either. Yeah. So um, it's an adventure. But okay. I do, and like I think back even something else that supports the case for the husband and wife relationship and what God intended for it to be. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's good to look at creation in Genesis mm-hmm. and when Adam was created and then Eve was created to be a helper for Adam I think scripture is clear about that. Yes. And Eve didn't do the greatest job pretty quickly <laughs> um you know the the sin happened and the fall and so mm-hmm. then the curse Genesis three—it's a real thing of the curse and um, wives wanting to rule over their husbands, mm-hmm. and I think that we yeah. we all see the effect of that and feel the struggle um, today. It does live on, mm-hmm. and but I I like to look at like I do believe that scripture women have an important role. Wives have an important role for their husbands and women have an important role in this world and that we were made to Mm complement men. And I'm afraid like with the fall and the curse, a lot of times it looks a lot more like we're competing Mm -hmm. with men. Mm -hmm. And I if we could get this right, it could be such a beautiful thing
0: is a beautiful thing.
1: Um, and I do, I I think there is a, a lot of push in our world for leadership training, to be leaders, a lot of emphasis on that. But no one wants to be a helper. I mean, I think scripture is clear. He was created to be a helper yeah. for Adam. And that also means being a good follower mm-hmm. of the leader.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think... There's not a lot of follower training.
0: <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> but I think right. there's
1: an art to following mm-hmm. and and being a good helper. And it seems like no one wants to be a good helper, that um, there's a lot of push for we want to be concerned with making ourselves look good more than being willing to devote our lives to making someone else look good. Yeah, And I think... Like we need to challenge each other on that, especially mm-hmm. if we're married on our willingness to make our
0: husbands look good. <laughs> yeah, true. And being a helper isn't um, something that isn't strong. I'm not sure why we tend to think that being a helper means you're second best. It's not second best. It's, it's being the best helper. And that's a great thing. It's still mm-hmm. a great thing. So it's interesting.
1: Yes, I agree. It's and it and it goes back. We I read the part the different body parts in the body of Christ, yeah. And it's almost like everyone wants to be the (laughs) eye, yeah. And
0: and that if you're an ear, you're second best because you're not the eye. We need each other to do well, Mm -hmm. and we need to do our jobs well. Mm -hmm. Can't keep doing the other person's job. Doesn't mm-hmm. usually work out very well that way.
1: Yeah, and I think the Bible like talks a lot about that, and and it looks like unity
0: yes. when
1: it's working well together. When the body parts are taking on the challenge that they have, and mm-hmm. it's a makes for a good team and a, and unity. Yeah. And I think God really likes that. Yes.
0: Okay, so what is a biblical example of a submissive wife?
1: That that's a good question and that is one that you know, I I took this on. I married my husband Jim and I'm proud to be his wife. And so I once I was convinced that this is a part of God's design for me in being a wife. Then I went, I thought, okay, I'm going to look, search through the Bible and try to find a good example that um, I can follow. And honestly, I I had a little bit of trouble. I mean, like I thought about Eve, not the best example. I did think about Noah's wife. Not much is said about her, but I do think she must have been doing something right to follow his crazy lead yeah. <laughs> and right. when the rest of the world, I'm sure thought he was nuts yeah, but she I I'm a by what's not said, I'm mm-hmm. thinking she probably did a good job, but not enough is said for her to be like a really good example. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think about Sarah with Abraham and I think that. She did some things well. Um, there are some things that she followed his lead that I'm not sure. <laughs> that I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, that I thought of like Ananias and Sapphira, and Sapphira fo- followed. They agreed together, but I don't think that was it a good out example well. either. <laughs> Didn't turn out well. So I don't know. I just I. Um, didn't really find the example I was looking for Mm -hmm. in a wife. I wish that Paul had been married because I really feel like that would have been a good example to me, Hmm. but he wasn't. And so I did come upon um, Joseph, and I I know he, he was not anybody's wife. (laughs) Clearly, <laughs> but he inspires me because, and this is why, because um, you think about Joseph, and and he was a good leader. Mm-hmm. God, he through the good and the bad, what we would call good and bad, which we're really quick to jump to. This is good. That's bad. Mm-hmm. But he had a lot of up and down roller coaster life, and he was faithful every step of the way. And he did prove himself very capable, um, and so Pharaoh entrusted a Mm. lot to Joseph. And, um, And so I think, like, Joseph is the hero in the Bible, but I am very curious. I'm kind of thinking that in the history books, all that Joseph did and was successful at in the history books, it probably all the credit is given to Pharaoh. Hmm. I don't think that they would probably, you know, name Joseph. So to me, that was inspiring because I like in our marriage relationship, I want to be trustworthy and I want to be capable at carrying out the vision that Jim and I agree to. Mm-hmm. and that he leads. And, and w- yeah, I just want to be a trustworthy. And even if I, my name doesn't get any credit, mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, if it if it can all add to Jim, mm-hmm. um, I'm fine with that. That, yeah. So anyway, that's what I ended up with that. And it makes, it makes me think, because I think I'm pretty capable I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes, some days better than others, but um, everyone. But it doesn't mean that I need to be in the history books Mm -hmm. as being capable.
0: Yeah. True. Okay. So, yeah, that. Is a, is a great example of us like Joseph. And I think he has a lot of, you know, similar qualities, but not everything. So what does that look like then? Because a marriage relationship is different. So maybe just a few things about what you think about that. Okay, sure. Yeah, marriage
1: relationship is going to be a lot different than what Joseph and <laughs> Pharaoh had. Yeah, um, And so like what we strive for, because Jim and I try to um, implement what we think God's design is for marriage and him leading and me submitting to his leadership. Mm -hmm. And so the ideal version in my mind and our mind, um, what submission looks like in marriage is that both of us are involved with discussing the vision for our household,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that he will listen to my input, and I will listen to his input, and uh, it's it's wonderful when we both agree and the answer is clear. The vision, the decision that's at hand is clear, but it's not always like that. Sometimes. I have a different, um, if I was a leader, I would do it a different way, or I have a different opinion. And it is important to me, and I hope some husbands listen to this podcast, because I would like to challenge the husbands, listen to your wives. They do have some good input. God made us to give help. And to have some good insight that, mm-hmm. that maybe is different than what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, there's only one leader that makes the final decision. Mm-hmm. So it's nice when we do agree and it's clear to move forward. That makes it easy. Mm-hmm. But if Jim still thinks a different direction or a different answer is what we need to do, then I need to accept that. And I need at that point, like if if we are not in agreement and we don't have to make the decision right away, maybe it's a good time to like, okay, take a break. Let's regroup. Both of us pray about it. See if our heart changes. Um, so if some time goes by and we still both have our differing opinions, mm-hmm. then maybe we'll come back together, talk Again about it, maybe I've figured out a different way to present what I'm trying to say that maybe is clearer, builds my case better. Um, and perhaps he is still not convinced that that what I would do if I was leading, um, he's not convinced that that's what we should do. well, then I think at that point, if I feel like I've been heard and I've done a decent job trying to communicate why, um then it is his call to make mm-hmm. the decision there's only yeah. one leader and god mm-hmm. to me god has made it clear that jim is the designated leader for our household for our family mm-hmm. and so then at that point god calls me to line up with that and to bring the best that i have to offer to pursue that vision mm-hmm. And one of the things I think is very interesting, I just recently came across this. If you think of the word division, it's Mm -hmm. made up of die, which means two, and vision. So two different visions causes division. Mm -hmm. And I am very instrumental at bringing unity to our household and moving forward in, Mm -hmm. in the decision that my leader thinks is best for us
0: so true okay so why if it is a bad decision
1: okay and so i am going to like probe what you call bad decision <laughs> A little bit, because if we're going to be good girlfriends with each other, um, ironing, sharpening iron, like just because you call it bad decision, is that because it wasn't the decision you would make? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I think that a lot of times even um, women, we say that we want our husbands to lead or we want strong leadership. When really what we're saying is we want them to lead the way we would lead. We just don't want to have to carry the the weight of it. Um, but anyway, so bad decision, like just like I was saying in Joseph, there would be a lot of points in his life where you say, "Oh, that was bad," or "That was good." And so, so I, if you're talking about bad decision as far as Leading you into sin, well, that is definitely not what God's asking us to do. It's fitting, as is fitting within the Lord. Yeah. Um. So that kind of bad decision, which I think is, I mean, that would be a, maybe another whole topic for another day, mm-hmm. as far as what are what is sin, because yeah. Let's face it, there, we have a lot of disagreement even labeling mm-hmm. what, what is sinful these days, right? But the Bible, I think the Bible is pretty clear in, in um, talking about a lot of the sin issues. So I think really the issue that is more prevalent that when women, when we're saying, what if it's a bad decision, it's maybe it's not wise. But then even when we use the word wise, we kind of have to ask, like, in God's kind of wisdom or in what are we valuing as wise? Mm -hmm. Because uh, hang with me here. Um, As far as valuing, because I, I look at examples in the Bible And did God always lead people in the most direct route? No. Did he always do it in the quickest? Like, was he valuing time? Mm -hmm. Um, Did he make what was best for people or the routes for people? Was it the least expensive? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he... Like what we value and equates translates into the wise decision is not always the way God does it. Yeah. And so I have to consider that, um, like, that maybe I could build a really good case that it's a bad decision, but it's probably worldly wisdom, like, for whatever reason. And it might just be that it's a good decision because of the journey that it takes us on is going to accomplish more in God's big picture good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even if it is what we would call a bad decision, like it's um, expensive or we lose money or it's around about when we could have gone more directly, uh, we still get there Mm -hmm. and I think it's a lot more important um, at that point, like I think that even in what we might call a bad decision, I have a really good opportunity to be a good follower, a good supporter of my husband and build confidence in his. That and build confidence in him, help um, that even in a bad decision, I will follow him. I'll be with him. And to me, that's more important than always making like what everyone would say, what the world would say is like, good decision, good decision, win, win, mm-hmm. win. I, I want my husband to know I'm going to be with him and we're going to, we'll navigate this. And we'll get there together.
0: Okay, so maybe you can give us some examples of where you saw submission not work well, um, or where you saw the blessing of it flowing correctly. Okay. Um, well, the examples of
1: where it's not working well, yeah. um, I think we have a lot of those, <laughs> actually. Um, I in our world. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you're thinking, like mm-hmm. in the world, um, I think that that all of us or a lot of us would agree that we're seeing a lack of men who are becoming men who lead or i guess boys who are becoming men growing up to be men who lead it's a real problem in our society and in our culture and it it that shows i think in our families i think it is often even found in our churches
0: mm-hmm.
1: that men have resigned
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and because i think that they're believing um women or wives mm-hmm. like at home and in the church that are and as in a culture in our society they're believing some of the voices of women who are saying that they're not doing mm-hmm. it well they're not doing it right we can do it better and i think that we're seeing the effects of that mm-hmm. that <laughs> in not a good way. I think maybe even in our schools and in training kids, Um, and I say that because I loved school, and I think girls are very successful, often more successful than boys are in school, Mm -hmm. and I wonder, I have, like, is maybe that because like the women are getting a lot of input in that area. Are we listening to what how men would do it if they were doing it? Hmm. I don't know. But anyway, like I think we see a lot of examples of where it's not working the way God intended it to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then, um, but the blessing of when it is flowing correctly mm-hmm. um and I know I'm I'm weaving in not just in marriage, but I'm weaving in these bigger bodies and and especially like I, like marriage the marriage relationship is compared to the church relationship, too, um, and so I'm kind of weaving that in together. I hope that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flow, when it's flowing correctly. Um, like i think our church does it pretty well like i get ex- i i like the way our church yes. um i think we have men who are really trying to learn how to lead they're taking it mm-hmm. seriously and they're valuing it and i think we like we have a culture where then as women we're trying to challenge each other to be good at building um, our husbands up and following mm-hmm. their lead. And I don't think that's always the case. Yeah. Um, but I think we we work hard at that. And I'm proud of that. I like to be mm-hmm. a part of that. And I know, like, in my own marriage, I've seen, like, when it's flowing correctly, mm-hmm. um, the blessing that comes from that. I think that our family has been blessed a lot because Jim and I have worked hard at doing this the way we feel like God wants us to do it yeah. in family life um, I'll give one example okay so we we worked hard at this and one of the things like a, a top stressor in marriages there are like certain areas that are hot spots one of them is how you raise your children. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've we had different times, we have different opinions, but we discuss them and, and we've always tried, you know, it's been important to us to put on a united front that we've, we come to this decision. And so then as far as the kids know, we both, this is what we both believe. And so there, um, so I had time to think ahead. But the the example that I'm thinking of was probably the, the hardest, most tense time for me to follow his lead when it came to our children. And this is when we went to the Grand Canyon as a family. And it was awe-inspiring, wonderful. We, I was so glad that we went. I just couldn't believe the you know, the Grand Canyon, what it looks like. And so I'm in this awe, like of God, beautiful creation. And next thing I know, Jim is climbing (laughs) past the railing. We're standing there looking, you know, behind railing. And next thing I know, my husband is climbing around and up and out and it's making me very nervous. And yeah. then he's calling our kids out to join him. And he, wouldn't this make a great family picture? Yeah. And and on the inside, oh, I am yeah. starting to oh. panic yeah. because I know my policy <laughs> is not to make a scene in, <laughs> in, front, in front of the kids. Yeah. And um, yeah, not to make a scene, period. But on the inside, I just... it it was, there was turmoil. And, and my, from my perspective, I'm like, I can't believe the, like, this is so unwise. Why would he have our kids out there doing this? And I thought I had every reason, like, that that's a bad decision, <laughs> and I think I could have convinced a lot of other people that my my that it was a bad decision. But I knew my policy was united front. We're in this together. I I didn't make a scene. I even um, climbed out too, and we did get a really cool family picture, <laughs> and then we loaded back up and at the next moment possible i that i could bring it up to him without in front of the kids i did i, said, <laughs> I can't believe you and uh, like i had i had gone through like what if something happens to them would i be able to forgive him mm-hmm. it just the whole and i i said god i have to trust you that and even if something did happen, you that you would see me through this because, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. So that was a very tense time, and I think that that is, I think that is really a good example of it flowing correctly yeah. because um, that was that's probably one of the hardest that I've been through, but I followed my policy. <laughs> and i'm proud of myself and the truth is like i i have a different who says that my perspective is right mm-hmm. like i want to keep my kids safe mm-hmm. and but jim does too mm-hmm. he's he's not foolish like he loves our kids he's right. he's not i can trust him mm-hmm. and so even though in the moment, I just felt very strongly that I was right and he was wrong. I, if I, once I back up and I think through like, Jim is a good dad, he is not going to, you know, lead them into something that is not good. And it, it even hit me a couple of years ago after our daughter, Hannah was married, had married, I was thinking about I just think she's such a cool, grown-up woman. I just, and I was thinking, you know, Anne, it's not just because you're her mom that she is the cool person she is, and that probably says a little bit about some mom pride that I mm. might have, maybe. <laughs> um But realizing that she would not be the woman she is if she didn't have the dad that she has Mm -hmm. and some of those experiences that I would have said no way (laughs) to shaped her Mm -hmm. and it shaped her for good. So that's the flowing correctly. I, I feel like biblical reasons of why I didn't make a scene, why I didn't do my best to put a stop to it, I think that's an example right there.
0: It's a good example. So. Yeah. So I love all the things that we've been discussing and I do know that we probably could talk on and on and on. There's yes, so I, many layers, but I love, I um, yeah, I love the things that that you shared with us. Thank you. Um, if we were going to just sort of kind of tie a lot of it together, what would you say? What do you think is like the number one thing that would be a lie about submission that we as women may think, and then also, what would be your best advice of how to walk out our call as a woman in submission, in healthy, good, godly submission? Okay. Well, of course, you
1: asked me for one thing. I'm going to give Sorry. you two. <laughs> I didn't really ask for two. <laughs> My bad. And actually, I took these out of Lies Women Believe in the Truth That Sets Them Free, mm-hmm. which is a book a by line. Nancy Lee DeMoss. Yeah. And she had others in the chapter on marriage relationship. But these two, I think, are are probably tied for the top. Um, If I, then the first one is, if I submit to my husband, I will be miserable. Mm. I I think I hear that kind of message a lot. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is, if my husband is passive, I've got to take the initiative or nothing mm-hmm. will get done. And yeah, so I, both of those, I think, are lies mm-hmm. that we do believe, often believe. And I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm, I work hard at submitting to my husband and mm-hmm. I'm not miserable. Mm-hmm. I, I find great joy in, yeah, I feel like Joseph that I feel like I'm carrying out the vision and I'm using mm. my gifts and my talents. And once I get over not being so concerned about making a name for myself, mm. that is the biggie for me. Then I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And then the if my husband's passive, which my husband is not passive, <laughs> and I'm thankful for that. And I know that that would be very frustrating. That is a hard place. But I'm telling you, if you start taking the initiative to get things done, you are getting in the way mm-hmm. of what God wants to do in your husband. You might, it, like, you might have to let it get messy before it gets better. You're just if you're taking over, you are setting the whole cycle in the wrong direction, and then it's really hard to get out of. So, uh, I'll leave that there. Um, As far as like kind of pulling this all together, and the advice I would give, I would like to leave you with two final thoughts. Um, And these are kind of word pictures of what is what it can look like. And I love to ride the motorcycle with my husband. I grew up riding on the back of a motorcycle with my dad. So a lot of happy memories with that. But one thing I take great pride in is being a good passenger. When you're when you're on a motorcycle, if Jim is like leaning into a turn, if I'm leaning the other way, I make it really difficult for him. So Like if I lean with him, follow his lead, it goes a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not a good passenger, you can make a really good motorcycle, uh, rider, driver, whatever, uh, not good. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing which I have much less experience with, but I think it's a beautiful word picture, is ballroom dancing. Mm -hmm. Because it takes two only one can lead if both both parties are trying to lead, it is not a beautiful thing but a and even if like the leader isn't the best if if he has a a good follower, she can make him look really good. Okay. so i'll just I'll just leave it there. We could talk a lot more I know about about submission, but I'm glad that you um, brought it up as something that would be good to be talked about. I think it is good to talk about it and, and awesome. for us as women to challenge each other to mm-hmm. do it well mm-hmm. and uh, make it, you know, it's a beautiful thing. God designed it that way. Yes. So let's go for the redeemed version and not listen to the world's messed up version.
0: Amen. If there's something shared today that you've connected with and would like to talk to someone about it, please reach out to myself or to our Women's Ministry Director, Natalie Replogle at n-r-e-p-l-o-g-l-e at gc.church. We can set up a time to chat with you or connect you with Anne.